and so welcome to episode three of the Learning Hook podcast. Uh, this episode is actually a continuation of episode two. We had a really long discussion on virtual reality in post-production. We realized it made sense to make two episodes. So this episode really carries on a conversation from episode two. Encourage you to go back and have a listen to that for on virtual reality. But if not, this episode does stand alone. We do pick it up in mid-conversation uh, where Justin, our design and production manager, is introducing um, the topic of our experience on working on uh, projects in virtual reality. And so we can just pick it up from there. But as I said, I uh, hope you can ha- find the time to go back and have a listen to episode two because uh, that's where we talk about some, uh, I guess, industry experience across the board in, in virtual reality and our thinking around virtual reality, particularly as an empathy engine and um, the epiphany that I personally had that it, it's much more of an experience engine, um, and particularly when it comes to immersive storytelling. I'll leave it there for now. I hope you enjoy this episode um, and welcome to the Learning Hooks podcast. So I'm really interested in, in how we see this being applied in the learning space. Mm. Um, obviously, that's our interest here at the Learning Hook. And we have had the opportunity to apply this uh, in a project recently, and it's been fascinating, to be honest, mm. to actually get the opportunity to apply all of this. Uh, I guess all this research that we've been doing and, and this experimenting we've been doing in-house. Yeah, we've been filming yeah. VR for a while. And, yeah, we've been, absolutely. We've been, yeah, yeah. we've been doing our own things, experimenting mm. with, with mm. videos and you know, where do you put the camera and mm. um, even even had a go at uh, shooting a bit of mm. live music experience. Well, how, mm. does, how does that work? But then to get the opportunity to actually do something in the learning space is interesting. So... Uh, a bit of background on that, um, Brennan was dealing with uh, one of our, our clients who had an idea for a virtual reality experience they wanted to roll out and we went through the process of really looking at the needs in that project and, and, and what, what our client was trying to achieve. Do you want to give us a bit of a rundown on that one, Brennan? Yeah, sure. It was um, So look, at I, I guess the idea to use VR for that solution um, was actually a direct request, so got awfully excited about that you know, from a technology point of view, but also the um, topic area was, um, I, I feel in the end, it was it was, it was the right topic um, and a really nice medium because I think VR can be, could be too, I'm not sure yet how confronting it could be in, in certain situations. So I think um, from a, I, I, I've said empathy engine quite a few times and I, I guess I, I for me, um, VR sticks in that space for me from a learning point of view. I think mm. that immersive storytelling um, is is most powerful when it's sort of used for um, for empathy. Mm. And anyway, so yeah, back to the story. So the uh, yeah, so that engagement, we could have sort of used multiple different, I think, different types of media to get the empathy um, and get an understanding of a situation. But like like I'd talk about any technology, technology is just an amplifier of something. Mm. Um, so if we write a really bad story and we amplify it, mm. it becomes a whole lot worse. Um, whereas if we, you know, listen, listen to some good music and we amplify it, it becomes a party. Mm. Um, <laughs> right? um, you turn it up louder. Yeah. So I think so VR is actually just another, it's, it's going to 11. 
on, on the dial, you know, from a, an emotional impact, immersive storytelling point of view. Um, and, and the choice to do that in this instance is, is a good one. I was actually questioning it a little bit at the start, thinking, oh, it could be, you know, like this will work. This would be great. Do we need it? I think this will actually get the cut through um, that, that we need for this solution. So it, it was fantastic. Um, and yeah, so yeah, I don't know if that's what you wanted to. Yeah, that's sort of where that came from. Um, and I think what I was talking about there is an amplifier, really good way to look at virtual reality from a storytelling point of view or, or a learning point of view is it's, it's something that everyone will remember. Mm. It's not white noise. Mm. You know, we were just talking about um, podcasts the other day within e-learning. And I think that, um, you know, similar <laughs> is that using different types of technology, not for technology's sake mm. at all. That's right. um, it's for learning. But it can, but that using some unique or innovative technology can help just get cut through because of all the white noise around stuff that mm. people are used to. Yeah. So they'll remember it, right? It's a, and, and let's use gimmick in, the, in a really positive way, even if it's a little bit of a gimmick in, in the course. A novelty is a nicer word. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I like that. that. That's a, that's a great <laughs> kind effect. of... Yeah, it's, a, it's the novelty effect. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's great. It's a direct challenge and I think a really valid one to the idea of... Well, we talk about the tension between being technology-centric or being learning-centric. Yeah. And our mantra is always to be learning-centric. You know, we're mm. always saying, well, we don't want to be driven by the technology. We want to use yeah. the technology to, to amplify. That's right. That's right. And I think you're identifying that that potential there with VR. You know, you can get excited about it. Yes. It's a buzzword. gets people talking. And you apply it into learning, will it work or not? And that's where you have to be that's careful. Right. But I think what you're identifying mm. is great. Like, the, the sheer fact of doing it in a different way yeah. will get people talking about the experience. Yeah. And that, that might be the real impact that you're seeking in your organisation, mm. is to mm. actually get people talking again, to cut through mm. all of that, Absolutely. the everyday, the stuff mm. we're so yeah. used to. So so that's not wanting to be technology-centric, but there, there's a way through there, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Like, there can be a benefit. Yeah, and, and there's so much pressure then on getting the learning right. And if we go the learning right, learning design right, and then fundamentally like film, right, what's the most important thing in film? Uh, as JC would always tell me, it's the script. We've got to get the script right. Same with it's the, it's the storyboard. You've got to get that right. Get that bang on. Mm. Then, okay, whatever technology we apply, we're just going to amplify it in different mm. ways. And, and then there's smarts in doing that well mm. as well of course there is mm. but so how you and in vr so it's how the smarts there of how you apply the technology is how do you shoot it how, how, where's the camera angles what's the music what's the user experience what are the instructions at the start mm. um, of how to use the even just the device um, gaze navigation for mm. example i think that's really important but again it goes back to the script so this is the scary bit i guess if you're working on a vr project you've got an amplifier that's going to turn whatever you've written up to 11 I yeah. talked about the, yeah. the metaphor of going, well, if you've got crappy music to start with and you turn that up, it just gets a whole lot worse, right? Yeah, so, so yeah, so what happens if you start with a poor script mm. or a poor storyboard and then you try and whack that in VR and mm. your, your client or your own organisation internally has spent, you know, investing more money mm. and time has a much greater impact on anyone that views it and that story's rotten to start mm. with. So I think there's a huge amount of pressure to get that script right. Mm. And then particularly for VR, maybe just a very hands-on tip is that when you then when you're casting, like for any film, so script first and then getting the casting right is hugely important. Um, 
but that casting for VR, you you could worth considering, you know, theatre actors as opposed to um, TV actors, because when you shoot VR, it's very different. You don't have the joy of uh, different cuts all the time. You you kind of got to get it all in one take. Mm-hmm. You imagine there's a 360 camera sitting in a room, and we say go, yeah. let's do the scene. You know, and then you got what three, five, ten, you know, however long that scene is. You know, you probably probably you want shorter the better in VR. People get can get headaches. So let's say three minutes, three to four minutes, maybe four minutes is is bang on. Um, but um, three to four minutes in VR land, you know, uh, that's a three to four minute scene for some actors to act in without being able to cut a lot, without being able to redirect. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was yeah. So the actors are really important. Getting the casting, you're probably worth looking at live you know actors i'm just reflecting on my acting days chances and neighbors <laughs> hey i did a lot of, i did a lot on stage 20 years ago <laughs> uh, i was going to say you don't want people like me you, you want some really great theater actors yeah. mm, that's, that's right. really good point well you mm. wrote the scripts yeah. for this project we did recently well, what did you find with the challenges there so the challenge in terms of the vr was um, deciding which point of view was going to be most effective to to the mm. to the experience. I'll just say the experience because it's not mm. just the story, and it's not just the learning outcomes or the performance outcomes. Mm. It's the whole experience. Yeah. So when I say experience, it wraps up all of those things. Mm. So the point of view, I think, and that was something that that was discussed a lot within the team. Mm. Um, and it was interesting because we landed on something, we agreed on it, and and we've actually used. Um, multiple points of view. I think you summed up really well earlier, Brendan, Mm. because you put it in terms of what's it like when you do this? What's it like when you do that? That Mm. idea of what's it like? What's it like Mm. to be there? What's it like to be in that pair of shoes? Mm. I think that's going to be what drives a lot of the experiences we're going to be seeing or being asked to make in the learning space. And that Mm. ties into one of the things I heard um, in initial conversations was that it's not, not, not only about empathy, but it's also about having a difficult experience before you have to actually have a difficult experience. Yes. And that's yeah. something I know in the in the sort of um, Maybe it's an medical, experience engine. medical Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I know, you know, yeah, there's true. a lot of work being done by Point. psychologists with VR about mm. treating people with phobias, giving them the mm. experience, a scary experience in a safe way. There there was data I looked at, I was judging on the e learning awards um, a couple of years ago and um, I forget the category, but this this app won it. Um, and I, I don't I won't I don't know how it probably doesn't matter what I give away there. It was certainly got my vote as the number one piece that I saw. I saw some amazing work from across the industry. I really did. This one little app it looked shoddy compared to all the other work. It, it wasn't, it was done on a shoestring budget, but it was powerful. The data they gave us and what it was for was for kids that were going in for CAT scans at the Royal Children's Hospital in Melbourne. And they had a terrible rate of incidents where children are getting very upset. Um, they're scared. They, they'd run away. CAT scans would, they wouldn't get many people through because they'd have lots of parents obviously trying to coax their children in and, and reassuring them. They brought out a nap of a CAT scan, pictures and video, photos and video with this cool, fun-looking octopus <laughs> mentor, right? You know how much I hate mentors. So <laughs> for children, I think that's the right space. Um, and this octopus is a really cool guy and he'd take them on a tour of what it's like to have a CAT scan. 
and they'd hear the bang noises of a CAT scan. They'd see what the vision looks like within within it. And anyway, huge take up. The data, I guess, as a judge on that, I looked at the data going, wow, what an impact from a, a great solution. Anyway, and that, that took out that prize. So I forget the category, but the prize that year might have been for an app or it might have been the app area. But um, it's, yeah. I, yeah. So, I digress, but I think it's just sort of proof that mm. VR can do it. Look, there, there's, there's, there's lots of ways we can go creatively within VR. Um, I, I was just thinking, what is there a tip either of you could? I just see more sort of concrete tips to as we kind of get to wrapping this up. Is there any concrete tips to keep people's view? So we're in a 360 space. Um, you know, we you kind of caught out in that if you create a really interesting space to look around, yet say we want them to be, we want the the user to be viewing. Um, somebody's dialogue uh, is there a technique we can use to keep the focus on that on that person talking I would relate it back to a, a real experience is yeah if you're saying something interesting I'm gonna keep looking at you okay. I think I, I, you know I mean I keep coming back to the script right I, I think so too but yeah. I think what, what yeah. more than that is that you don't want to be creating distractions so if you and if this is the same applies and what they had to work out with surround sound yes you know they got a bit excited about it they got these sound effects here and there and you know you've got surround sound wrong when you're in the cinema and people are looking around <laughs> right yeah great there's, point there's nothing to look at really so good point I think it's more about and the, you use it in VR when you want them to look around so I know because exactly. we can use sound if you want to watch someone walk through the door mm. So you're having a conversation, someone's about to walk through the door, which is over to the right. You could have a, maybe a visual cue. There could be a visual cue, which is hugely instructional. Yeah. It's almost click next to continue. Yeah, I guess I would, in terms of your question, I would just echo that. It's just sound, mm. sound design and using mm. sound, and that's, that's the only kind of director's tool mm -hmm. in a way. Yep. Because we're not cutting now from shot to shot, yeah. and we can only really yes. direct or guide or, or suggest yeah, to yeah. people to look yeah. in a certain direction. Just in, you just need to be in control yeah. of where you want the viewer's attention. You just need to be very specific about it because mm -hmm. if you're shooting video, you point the camera, that's where you look, you've got no choice. Mm -hmm. So it just mm -hmm. needs to be factored into that's right. um, the, the writing mm -hmm. um, and how the shoot is planned especially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Right. There were two points that are on, on the sketch note actually that VR can be experience can be active or passive just make sure it's really clear mm. and um, if you give people control make sure they know how to use it so it's making mm. it very clear to people mm. um, whether they're sort of you know there for the ride or whether they're actually controlling yeah. the experience and we've used a fair bit of interactivity which I'd encourage people to use because it does it does then break it up mm. um, so you can give the user control and, and it's not too it's not just a 360 video mm. you know that there's a lot of a lot of production companies I think doing 360 videos but um, yeah, taking advantage of a bit of interactivity, particularly from a learning point of view, is great, yeah. um, and gives users control in what is actually a pretty um, a, not a normal environment for a lot of people in VR. Yeah. So it's good to give them a little bit of control. Anything else to wrap it up? I've got nothing. I guess if you want to find out more, or you want to talk more, learninghook.com.au. In the meantime, we'll look forward to getting another podcast to you. Hope you guys have enjoyed this one and got something out of it. I know we've had a bit of fun here today. Um, it's farewell from all three of us. Yes, I should mention too, we did this uh, podcast all wearing um, headsets. <laughs> We're all in completely different uh, yeah. countries right now. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Ciao. Adios.